Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers Namaskar my name is Shishir Sinha I work with the Hindu Business Line in New Delhi The government released four high frequency data and one low frequency data during last two days various data are suggesting various uh, things about the economy to get more about these data and to get the nuances of these data we have with us rajni sinha chief economist with care rajni welcome to the show thank you sushil now my first question is that when we talk about gdp data the government says that the momentum is there but when i talk to expert like you there is a f- opinion there there are opinion that it has slowed down what is your take on that so if i look at the gdp data firstly the important thing to note is that the number here has to looked at from the perspective that the last year's number has been revised upwards so uh, the q3 fi23 number looks lower than what most market participants were expecting because of the upward revision in last year's number but nevertheless if i look at it comparing with the last year's revised number what is i would say what is concerning is the continued contraction in manufacturing sector while one can say that it's not strictly comparable because this number is the first estimate whereas the last year's numbers is revised estimate anyways but we have to do that comparison with the data that we have available and that shows uh, that manufacturing sector has been contracting which i would say is concerning it was anticipated but i would say the contraction is more than what we have uh, you know we were expecting and there's a combination of reason which is contributing to this uh, lower manufacturing sector growth one is obviously the global demand has slowed down which is also getting reflected in the exports data secondly even the domestic demand we are seeing some fizzling out of the pent up demand that we had seen and we had been seeing in the last few months even inflation is having a bearing on uh, the manufacturing sector growth so i would say overall it's a slowing down of domestic demand as well as global demand that is resulting in manufacturing sector slowdown and not just the gdp data this is also getting reflected in the corporate sector performance if you look at the q3 number quarterly results that have been announced by corporates we had done an analysis of some 2200 listed companies aggregate data and what does it look like and what we find is that sales have while it's still recording a positive growth but it has decelerated sharply in the third quarter so definitely pent up demand is slowing down even while yes uh, global demand is also slowing down and that is concern for manufacturing sector the other thing which is going against the sector is that the expenditure is still high so uh, even while raw material prices have gone down in q3 when compared to q2 but it's still high when you compare it to last year and not just raw material cost we are also seeing employee cost and interest cost going up mm-hmm. so that is also having a bearing on the operating profit of uh, corporates let me one thing what uh, we have seen almost six revision in gdp number and it is very difficult to compare what we call as the apple versus apple or apple versus orange so you rightly mentioned that when we talk about q3 number which is the advance estimate for uh, fiscal year 22 23 and if we take the 21 23 it is the first revised estimate so comparing the number which are revised estimate and the advance estimate 
very difficult one. What will be your suggestion to the MOSPI as well as to the government to make the data comparative? Uh, Shishir, that's a very difficult question. I don't know if there is a solution to this because see the whole idea of data being revised is because there is some data which comes with a lag and hence this revision happens. But at the same time, if the revision is so sharp, it does throw the whole uh, fiscal policy and monetary policy. It becomes very difficult. How do you form a view? How does the government or central bank form a view based on the latest data when there are chances of it being revised upwards or downwards very sharply in the next few months? So this is a big challenge. I uh, don't think there is a, you know, there's a simple solution to this. Yes, one way could be that uh, we read more into the high frequency indicators and try to kind of decipher from high frequency indicators also as to which way the economy is moving. But there again, the problem is that for India, we do not have many high frequency indicators, unlike uh, some of the developed economies like US, where we have much more of high frequency indicators. In India, we have limited the high frequency indicators that we can look at. But yes, the only thing I can think of is then we focus also on what the high frequency indicators are showing. And in fact, talking about high frequency indicators, we uh, have created an index based of 18 high frequency indicators. And we track that on a monthly basis to see how, you know, what are the high frequency indicators showing. So uh, as per that index of high frequency indicators, what we are seeing is that there has been a sequential slowdown in the month of Jan. Our index is at a five-month low in Jan. Though on a YOI basis, the index is still recording around 11% growth, this aggregate index of high-frequency indicators. But on a sequential basis, it is at a five-month low in Jan. It is because of, you know, various high-frequency indicators are also showing a slowdown. Uh, For instance, BMI manufacturing and services Though it's still in the expansion zone, but it has uh, kind of, you know, moderated exports and imports both have slowed down. Various high frequency indicators are also pointing towards a slowdown. At the same time, there are indicators, high frequency indicators, which are showing that things are not that bad. Like, for instance, if I talk about IIP, IIP on a YOY basis, the last data point is showing a slowdown to around 4.7% or so. But if I remove the base effect and if I just look at the momentum effect, it is gaining in momentum. Overall, I would say it's still a mixed picture. It's not a very clear sign of slowdown. Firstly, uh, another issue is about the quarterly data. They are not the seasonally adjusted one. So uh, is it difficult to get the true picture of the economy when the data are not adjusted according to the changes in the various uh, elements? Yes, definitely. I think going forward, you know, some of the things that you're highlighting, uh, government should look into it as to what we can do to make our data releases much more sharper, much more accurate and making it easier for analysts and economists to be able to decipher from that data. And also for the policymakers. So definitely it will help if we get the seasonally adjusted data too. Because now what's happening is everyone is doing their own adjustments and own analysis. And we could be missing the big picture. So yes, it would definitely help if we also get the seasonally adjusted quarterly data. 
You know, coming to the two component of the GDP number, one is, of course, the PFC, private final consumption expenditure, and the second one is the manufacturing. Let me first talk about the PFC. If we take the number for Q3, it is around 2%. If we take the imputed number for Q4, it is 1.5%. Does this mean that the private final consumption, or rather in a very simpler word, we say, Demand is slowing down. I wouldn't say so, uh, Shishir, because uh, private final consumption expenditure, the Q3 data that we have, is also getting adversely impacted by the base effect. So in our analysis, what we do is we remove the base effect and we look at the momentum and see what is happening to the momentum. Is that being sustained? And what we find is that for private final consumption expenditure, in fact, the momentum is being sustained. And the lower growth that we are seeing is mainly because of the high base of last year. I wouldn't completely say that there's been a sharp slowdown in consumption uh, GDP in third quarter. The momentum is being sustained. Okay, uh, now coming to the manufacturing, the two critical factors are, of course, the one is the hike in interest rate by 250 basis point. And of course, the exports export slowdown. Which one will you give the uh, more weightage uh, among these two factors affecting the manufacturing as a whole? Uh, before I go to your question, I'll just highlight a third factor also. Yeah. I think we also have to take into account the fact that a lot of pent-up demand that we've seen in the last months and quarters, they could be some petering down of that. So we should also be ready for that. Now, uh, coming to your question, I think, you know, whether interest rate would be more critical or exports, that would really depend on, you know, which sector we are looking at. A sector which is more uh, export intensive, like, say, apparel, footwear, textile, chemicals, they would definitely be more impacted by the lower external demand, whereas many other sectors uh, which are more, you know, domestic dependent would not feel the uh, feel the adverse impact of slowing external demand. As far as uh, interest rate is concerned, I feel uh, it is kind, it is pinching the rising interest rate, but I don't think that should be a very strong factor. Uh, pulling down, you know, the corporate sector's performance or India's manufacturing sector performance. That's because, you know, it also depends on how uh, critical. Firstly, we have to appreciate that interest uh, rate is rising from a very low level. So during the pandemic, interest rates had gone down to very low level. So so it's rising from a very low level. But if I look at it in absolute terms, it's still not at a very high level. So that is not something which should be hindering the manufacturing sector, the private sector from going ahead with their expansion plans. I think there are other factors which are more critical in terms of uncertainty around us, in terms of global uncertainty, as well as domestic uncertainty, which will be more of a hindrance when it comes to investment picking up than interest rate. So interest rates have risen, uh, but I think we should not worry too much about it because it has risen from a low level. And I think it has broadly reached its peak. Maybe another 25 basis point hike market has started factoring in because of the latest development. But now we can assume that it's close to its peak, if not already at its peak.
Okay, uh, if you say it's close to peak, uh, but at the same time, you also have to think about uh, domestic demand because the export demand is not picking up and that is also affecting the manufacturing sector. Do you think that the time has come to pause the interest rate even if we have a a kind of one particular month of very high uh, CPI rate that in the month of January when we saw 6.52? Do you think that the time has come to go for a pause in April meeting? Of course, you said 25 basis point market is expecting, but Will it be a wise move to go for pause and boost the domestic demand? Because at this moment, we should focus more on boosting the domestic demand because export demand is not picking up. I completely agree with you, Shishir. Uh, It's very important that we give a push and encourage domestic demand because uh, definitely external demand is going to be weak uh, in the coming year. Uh, But the central bank has a very difficult decision to make. If you had asked me this question a month back, uh, I would have definitely said that RBI will reach its peak at 6.5% and stop at that. Uh, but what has happened now is that not just one number has come high. This also, if you see what has been happening globally. Globally also, if I look at US Fed, US Fed has, mar- there also the whatever the market has factored in, US Fed is conveying the message of being more hawkish than what the market had anticipated. So now the, there globally also in the U.S. market, the expectation of rate hike have been increased. So that is also something which will have a bearing on our exchange rate and on the decisions by our central bank. Uh, but yes, I agree that, you know, one data point and that too, that data point is mainly because of high food inflation, cereal inflation. Mm-hmm. And going forward, the expectation, uh, I feel that food inflation should moderate in the months to come. But the main concern for central bank will remain the sticky core inflation. But I think the difficulty for the central bank here is that if they do not go for another rate hike in the coming meeting, then probably they will not get the chance to hike any further. So that's something which would be playing on their mind. But having said that, I feel maybe the central bank should wait and see the impact of the rate hikes that they have made so far and then make this decision. But the difficulty is if they wait, there's actually, if they don't hike it this time, it will be difficult for them to hike it later. So their main concern is that what if core inflation is a bigger demand than what we are thinking so far, because that's what we are seeing globally. And hence, I said that there are chances RBI has left that window open that if need be, they would hike by another 25 basis point. As far as growth is concerned, Shishir, I don't think central bank, even with the, you know, data points that we've been getting, which are indicating some signs of slowdown, but this slowdown was kind of an expected line. We were all expecting that FI24 GDP growth is going to moderate from FI23 level. For instance, we are expecting around 6.1% GDP growth, which I would say is not very bad given the global scenario in which we are. So I think at this point in time, the central bank would not be overly concerned about growth. They are definitely more concerned about core inflation. Hence, I said there are chances that they may hike by another 25 basis point. Among the four uh, high-frequency Indicators which I mentioned at the beginning. Of course, uh, we talked about PMI manufacturing. We talked about uh, uh, core sector data also. Another one is the GST number. Uh, the GST number is showing 1.49 lakh crore plus. 
for the month of February. Of course, it is bit lower than the January if you take the sequential number. But if we take the Y on Y number, it is 12% higher than the last February. Uh, one of the uh, observation of the GST number is that it is not just the consumption, but inflation is contributing more in the collection. Do you agree with this kind of statement? So actually, it's a combination of both the things. The inflation is definitely giving a push to the GST number. So this 12% YOI growth number that you spoke about, around 6% would be coming from inflation and 6% would be the actual growth. So, But the point is that even if it's growing by 6% on a YOI basis, it is a good number. Even if you take into, even if I deflate the GST number and remove the inflation impact, if the GST is collection is growing by around 5 to 8%, which would be the case if you remove inflation, I would say it's not bad. Okay. Now, my final question to you, uh, Rajni, about the growth forecast for this year and the next fiscal. Uh, There are various numbers. Of course, government is sticking to 7% for the current fiscal and then 6 to 6.8%, anything between 6 to 6.8% and 6.5% as the baseline scenario for the next fiscal. Uh, There are various observations about 6% for the next fiscal. But one thing which uh, we have got is that this year, 7% may not be possible. And even next year, 6% will be a challenging one considering the global headwinds which India is facing. What is your assessment? So, what we had uh, estimated was around 6.9% growth for uh, this fiscal. But yes, given the kind of revision that we have seen with the last number, it becomes difficult to say whether, you know, uh, we will be able to get that kind of number, 6.9%. Because with the upward revision, it does look more likely that in the fourth quarter, we will not be able to get the number required to get 6.9 or 7% growth. So yes, there are chances that GDP growth could be lower than in this in FI23 as against the 7% number, which uh, the government has uh, said. Talking about FI24, FI24, we expect the growth to slow down to around 6.1%. I would say the main concern comes from the global slowdown because the impact that it will have on our economy is not just through the exports channel, but also through various other channels like even investment or financing. So if I take all that into account and the uncertainty in business sentiments that it will cause an Indian economy also with the global slowdown. I think uh, 6% looks more likely for AFI24 than the, you know, the higher numbers that are, you know, the government is talking about right now. Thank you very much for talking to the business. Thank you.